uh, if I'm going to be totally honest with you and frank, if Christian life is about me waking up every day trying not to sin, that is not, I'm not interested. First of all, because it's not in the Bible, but second of all, my personality is like, yeah, that doesn't sound great. To live a life trying not to do something. I'll pass. But Jesus says, oh no, you're going to live a life that is very significant because it's going to be fulfilling my will. And my will is that you help people experience the love of God. And how is that happening? When a church functions as it should. The most powerful thing our culture can have here in Spring Hill, according to Jesus, he says, how will the world know you're my disciples? By the love you have for one another. And you know what gets in the way of love? Sin. That's what gets in the way. So I look at sin now and I go, yeah, that is nuisance. Now, I'll quote to you one more passage. Hebrews 12, it says, Laying aside the sin in the way that easily won, he sets us, let us run the race. The very thing we are focusing on, that which Christ has set us on, sin is what gets us in the way. So, Tomorrow, I'm going to be sending out a video that's related to this sermon. It's going to be dealing with overcoming sin is not the Great Commission. So we're going to use this video for our, our men's and women's Bible studies this week on Tuesdays and Wednesdays. But I encourage all of you to come again. If you can, I am going to write more on this. So if you can't make it to the study, please at least read the study. But I want our church to start understanding the law, being able to identify it, the purposes of it. We use the verses of the law in our prayers. Absolutely. We have failed God. We have failed Him in not loving Him as we should. And we have failed each other in the fact that we do not love each other as we love ourselves. And we confess that first is the law so that we might be able to obey the third is the law, which is to love each other with patience and gentleness and kindness. It is God's grace that continues to motivate us to obey. Do not ever allow guilt and fear to be your motivation but they will rob you of joy and they will rob you of hope every single time. Um, I said it one more, but I'm going to quote one more passage. 2 Peter 1.9, he says this. He gives this long list of things that are helpful for our church. He talks about gentleness and meekness and patience and long-suffering. He says that these are true and increasing. He doesn't say you should be afraid of that God's judgment will come upon you. You should question your salvation. He does not say you should try harder. Do what he says. He points you outside of your circumstances. If you are reflecting grace in the gospel, in the words, in your actions, he says you have forgotten that you have been cleansed from your sins. Your motivation every single time be patient and gentle and meekness and kindness because the Father, through Christ, was gentle and meekness and kind through mercy and grace and saved your wretched soul. And if he did that to you, Peter says, that's the motivation we have to do it to each other. Thank you for listening. Today's reminder is from John Moffat, pastor of Grace Reformed Church in Spring Hill, Tennessee. Everyday Grace is a listener-supported podcast. If you would like to help support our ministry, please visit theocast.org slash give.